Are you over 55 and pondering retirement? Dive into the world of required minimum distributions, RMDs, with John and I as we talk about that on this episode. We're going to demystify the reasons behind mandatory withdrawals from your retirement savings, discover some strategies to potentially avoid them, and understand the risks of not preparing in advance. And for those fortunate enough not to rely on RMDs for income, we'll explore some impactful ways to maybe utilize those funds in a different way as well. Becoming a millionaire isn't just about growing your money. It's also about protecting and preserving your wealth by using the right financial strategies for your situation. Welcome. This is Middle Class Millionaire with John Choi. John has his Master's of Science in Financial Services and is a certified financial planner and the president of Epiphany Capital. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. It's Middle Class Millionaire with John Choi and myself here to talk about RMDs, a little guide for retirees and the soon-to-be-retired about these lovely little things that we have to do from the government that they want us to do. And again, depending on your situation, uh, you may need these these monies, you may not need these monies. Often financial advisors are getting questions from their clients saying, why do I have to take this out? Why do I got to do this? So we're going to talk about that this week here on the podcast, uh, podcast on Middle Class Millionaire. John, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you, Mark? Doing pretty good. So do you get that question? People saying, "Ah, oh, John, I gotta. What is this thing? What do I gotta do this? Why are you making me?" That's what I hear a lot. Why are you making me take this RMD out? It's like, well, I'm not making you. The government is. Yeah, uh, all the time from my clients and uh, my CFP students. This is a a hot topic that the I think the um, the exam board likes to uh, to test. Okay, and I think they uh, and and they're right for doing it because this is real life. Yeah, right? And for so sure. there's a lot of rules around it. There's a lot of different, uh, how would I say it? You got to understand what world you're in. And when I say that, are you in the IRA world or are you in the qualified plan world? Because yeah. there's different rules and you kind of have to take a half a step back and say, where am I? Yeah. So well, let's yeah. break it down for them a little bit then. Right. So yep. obviously RMDs, again, stands for required minimum distribution. And you have to do these things if you have this monies in your what? Your 401k. Right. And your traditional IRA. Right. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and Roth, Roth IRAs get a pass. Yep. Right. And the right. reason you have to do this, John, is the government wants their money. Uncle Sam wants his cut. Plain and simple. Go- government wants their money. And, and, and that's why our uh, RMDs are not required from Roth um, IRAs, because you've already paid the tax on it. Right. Right. You've already paid the tax. So they're not really hurting for the tax. And that's another reason why the government allowed people or allow people to do a conversion from their traditional IRA to their Roth. Yeah. Cause you're because, paying the taxes now. Right. So yeah, you're paying the tax now and they're like, great, we'll take it. Give me the money. We need the money. We'll take it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do a couple of rules things because you just mentioned that they have changed forever in a day. If you were seven, it's 70 and a half was the rule to start doing right. half and to start doing these. They've right. moved it twice since then. And a third time's on the table. So tell us about that. 70 and a half. Then it was 72 this year in 2023. It's 73. And so in the year you turn 70. So let's, let's suppose that you turn 73 this year okay. in 2023. Okay. You have to take your RMD for this year by April 1st, 
of 2024. So the April 1st following the year you turn 73. They give you a little grace period. A little grace period. Now, that's for your first one. For your first one, okay. Right. So let's say that you took it out March 15th. Oh, okay, cool. But that was for the 2023 RMD. Now you got to take another one out in 2024. Right. So if you delay it till 2024, then you have to take a double whammy on the first one. Yeah. And that's, and again, that's just for the first one. And it's for when you're, you're turning 73. That's the new age. Now, what is this? It's kind of a sliding scale, isn't it, John? So um, people say it's, well, it's not truly a percentage, but the, the, the way they figure it gets kind of wonky for people. So for easy math, a lot of times advisors will say, well, it's roughly what, around three and a half percent or so for the first one? Um, the tables are the first one. Yeah. About 3.6. Yeah. So three and a half percent. Yeah. And then that changes yeah. though, right? As we age. Right. You got to take more and more as you, as you go up, yeah. as you get older. Yeah. yeah. So there's an, there's a life expectancy table that the um, the IRS has. You don't need to know it. You don't need to Google it. The, the custodian of your IRA, mm-hmm. they will let you know and they'll send the check. But you might want to know this. So let's play a little numbers game real fast here, John. So let's just, for example, say you got a million bucks because it's a nice round number. You got a million bucks sitting in a 401k. Uh, you're coming up on your first RMD. And so if, if it's 3.6% for that first one, you're looking at, you got to pull 36 grand out. Right. Thirty six five. Yeah. Three hundred thirty six thousand five hundred. Yep. And uh, you're saying to yourself, I don't need it. I don't want to have to pull it out. Can I avoid it? Can I get around it? What's the answer? Uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you can. There, there's one way to do it. I mean, you can do what's called a QLAC and that'll defer um, your RMDs a little bit, but they only let you put two hundred thousand dollars into a qualified longevity annuity contract. So that's a QLAC. So let's say that's off the table. Okay. You can also, you know, do a charitable contribution, right? Okay, so if you you're can charitable take minded. your RM- yep. Yeah. So you, you can you can take your RMDs and instead of taking it, you're just get gonna give it directly to the charity. So yep. you can do that and and you can avoid the tax. That's on that. called a QCD. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. But now, so, so somebody might say, well, John, I'm charitable-minded, dude, but I'm not $36,000 charitable-minded, right? So I want to I want to give them like ten grand. So that doesn't mean you've satisfied your RMD. You still got to take the remainder, correct? Of course. Okay. Of course. Now, yeah, so we'll, and, and that's for IRAs. So that's in the IRA world. Now, let's say that you have a million dollars in your 401k. Can you defer RMDs? Oh, okay. And the answer is yes, as long as you are still working there and you are not a greater than 5% owner. Oh, okay. So that's that's the caveat. Nice. If you, It's called a still working exception. Okay, very cool. If you are a 100% owner or 50% owner or anything greater than 5%, mm-hmm. Sorry, you got to take. You're on the hook. Okay, you're you're on the hook. Okay, you're on the hook. Okay, and I did misspeak earlier when uh, I misspoke when I said 401ks. I meant to say IRA. So thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, And so, kind of going back to my numbers game there, John. So if you you know you got this million bucks, you got to pull this thirty six five out of your IRA. Uh, If you don't do it. Yeah, they they got a nice little penalty waiting for you. Used to be fifty percent of the under. Ouch. So if you, <laughs> I, I used to tell them it's only fifty percent. So only. here's what happens, right? So you're supposed to take thirty six five out, and you only take out sixteen five. So you didn't take out twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. It used to be that the penalty was 
fifty percent of the twenty thousand thousand was the penalty. Ouch. So you say, Oh my gosh. All right. So you take out the twenty thousand, you give the IRS the fifty percent penalty. That's now you got ten grand left, but you have to pay tax on that twenty thousand dollars. So let's say you have to pay thirty percent tax on that. Okay. Yeah. So now you've got six grand that you've sent to the IRS plus the ten percent penalty or uh ten thousand dollar penalty. You got four grand left and you took out twenty thousand dollars already out of right. the IRS. So the moral now you said it used to be fifty, by the way, folks. It's twenty five. Sorry, now. it's twenty five yeah. now, but yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. But so the moral of the story is just don't do that, right? Don't just, do that. Just get it done. Now, I, I've heard many stories where it's fairly easy to send them a letter. If you catch it before they do, they'll waive it and all that kind of stuff. But why? Like, why fight that battle? Just deal with it and get it done, right? So that you don't have to deal with that penalty that comes with it. Now, let me ask so you. Go ahead. Here, here's who actually gets dinged by that, okay? So if you have an IRA mm-hmm. and and it's at a big company, Schwab, Fidelity, you know, TD, you know, whoever, right? They are going to break down, short of break down your door, phone calls, letters, <laughs> emails, register it, and they say, hey, you got to take your RMD. You have to. Yeah. And they will bug you to death. And that's great because they don't want to be liable. Sure. Now here, so, so it's really, really tough to not take out your RMD or forget about it. Okay. But here's who forgets about it. So I had a situation where one of my students said that their their father used to work at this company, had a 401k there, retired, never rolled it into an IRA and just, you know, was living life fat, dumb and happy, right? Okay. And so uh, he turns, this is back then, 70 and a half. He turns his RMD age, you know, and he's going along, going along, going along. And like, I don't know, for some reason, at like age 75 or 76, he hears about this RMD thing. And he's like, wait a second, I don't think I've taken anything out of my 401k. And so he calls up the company and they said, nope, you haven't taken out your RMDs. And his heart drops. Mm. So why did he not take out his RMDs? Because the company says he's a retired worker. We've kind of like, okay, he's kind of on the rolls, but he, he's not on the rolls, but, he, but he's got his money here. They're not going to be breaking down his door saying, hey, you got to take out your RMD. It, it, it's on him. Mm, it's on him. And, yeah. and, and, and you can forget. So that's one of the check marks in the, in, in the pro column of why you should roll over your 401k into an IRA. So True. that's not, sometimes it, you should and sometimes you should. Right. But you know, you got to make a, you know, the pluses and the minuses or the pros and cons that would definitely go in the, in the pro call. So, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great tidbit there for sure. So you want to yeah. make sure that you're getting these things uh, handled and done. And, and for many people, right, you're, you're probably in a situation where, you know, you are going to use this money for whatever, but if you, if you have been really fortunate and a diligent saver and you've got a great plan in place and you don't need the money, well, we highlighted a few places where you can maybe do that, you know, with a QCD or whatever, but ultimately if you have to take it out, you got to take it out, right? Cause it's due. You got to do the thing. You pay the taxes. What, what do you do with the money then when you pay, take it out, John, you've paid the taxes. It's all yours again to do whatever, even though you don't need it. Can you turn around and reinvest that in something else? Yeah, you can take your RMDs and do whatever the heck you want with it. Sure. Okay. You can put it into a, a mutual fund, a stock. You can you can uh, give it to your kids. You can spend it. It's, you know, money's fungible, so you can do whatever you want with okay. it. Okay. Right. All right. Any other key pieces to RMDs that we uh, need to highlight for folks and that we hit on the taxes? 
Uh, we hit on the penalty. We hit on the dates. I, I do want to say on the dates, uh, you mentioned on that first year, but typically it's annually, right? It needs to be done by the end of uh, December 31st each year. Correct? Right, annually. So your RMDs are, are going to be annual. And as you said in the first one, they kind of give you a grace period, right? Because yeah. what if your birthday is December 31st? Mm. You know, <laughs> hey, that that's, that's where it comes in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But I mean, and I guess for folks listening, if, if you're thinking, well, they've made a bunch of rule changes, yada, yada, yada. If you've already started, John, you're in the system, you're pulling this, it, you're fine, right? Like if you've been paying RMDs for the last be. couple of years, there shouldn't be yeah, anything for you. You should do. be. Yeah. You should be. So I think um, one of the questions that maybe that we we haven't hit was like, if somebody doesn't want their RMDs or the, this IRA, they don't need the IRA money. They're, okay, they're, right. they're fully planning to give it to their kids. Right. I call that dust money, right? They okay. don't need it. But they're taking the RMDs and they're they're pissed about it, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a I had a client uh, years ago and uh, he knew that this was coming down the pipeline. He had he had retired and I think there was like six hundred thousand dollars in his IRA. He says, I never need it. I, I, I in fact I want it to go to my uh, my two sons. I said, okay, great. So let's do the math here. And I said, all right, 600000 after they pay the tax. Uh, let's say $400,000 is left and the two kids uh, split it equally. So they get $200,000 in their pocket net of tax. Okay. Says, yes. And I said, that's your way. I said, just come walk down this path with me on my way. He says, okay, what is your way, John? So this $600,000 Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a distribution of $50,000 a year for the next 10 years or 60,000. We're going to pay the tax. Let's say it's it's $10,000 of tax. And now we got $50,000. And what we're going to do is we're going to buy a life insurance policy with it. And that life insurance policy is going to give us $2 million of death benefit. $2 million. It says, okay. And I said, we're going to pay it up and it's going to be done in 10 years. This is great. Now you've got nothing in your IRA, but you've got this life insurance policy. When you die, your kids will inherit $2 million, $1 million each, no tax. Nice. So I said, you can keep doing it your way or we can do it this other way. And he says, I like your way better. I said, <laughs> I said I'll drop the paperwork. There you so, go. So that's like an IRA rescue. And that's only for people that say, I, you know, this money. I will never need it. Yeah. I will never. In fact, it's it's one of the worst things you can pass down to the kids. And it's the first thing that really you should consider giving the charity is our, our IRA monies. So okay. keep that. Keep that little nugget in there. Yeah, useful stuff. So again, that's the whole point of, of understanding these RMDs. We wanted to do kind of a basic guide, a basic walkthrough on them. So if you do have some questions around them or you're coming up on 73 and you know you need to change it, and there's a little provision in the Secure Act 2.0. I think they're going to move it to 75 later, but I think that's another couple of years away before it kicks in. Yeah, um, I think exactly. it's in 25. I think 2025, I think it's going to switch to 75. But So if you're turning 73 this year or did turn 73 this year and you haven't talked about this with your advisor, maybe... Make sure you reach out uh, to your qualified professional or reach out to John for some help because the year is winding down. We are 
into late September with this episode. So get yourself on the calendar and have that conversation so that you can talk these things through. John's here to help. Find him online at johnchoy.net. That's johnchoy.net. Subscribe to the podcast Middle Class Millionaire on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Just type that into the search box of any of those apps and you can find it that way. Or you can, again, visit him online at johnchoy.net. He's a certified financial planner and the president at Epiphany Capital. John, thanks for hanging out, buddy, and breaking this down. I appreciate you. All right. Until next time, folks. We'll see you next time right here on Middle Class Millionaire with John Choi. Epiphany Capital is a registered investment advisor, RIA, located in the state of Illinois. Epiphany Capital provides investment advisory and related services for clients nationally. Epiphany Capital will maintain all applicable registration and licenses as required by various states in which Epiphany Capital conducts business, as applicable. Epiphany Capital renders individualized responses to persons in a particular state only after complying with all regulatory requirements or pursuant to an applicable state exemption or exclusion.